0: we're focusing now on the national minimum wage, looking at the impact it could have on our country. Uh, In his recent annual Nelson Mandela lecture, Professor Tomar Piketty argued that a national minimum wage could be an important tool to reduce extreme wage inequality. South Africa, as you know, is one of the most unequal societies in the world, with a Gini coefficient of a staggering 0.66. Now, that's more than double the average of OECD countries. So, Gilad Isaacs, says. Researcher at CSID at Wits University and also coordinator of the National Minimum Wage Research Initiative. Gilad, thanks so much for your time. Excellent. Uh, thanks, thanks very much. Just to be clear, have we moved beyond uh, the debate on whether uh, we need to introduce a national minimum wage to how do we do it, or are we still stuck on do we need one?
1: Politically, we have we 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 have moved beyond that. There's been a absolute commitment made. By Government and the ANC that this will be instituted in terms of the public discourse we still engaged in a conversation of is this good isn 't it uh, it 's worth remembering at the outset that currently what we have are a series of sectorally set minima yeah. which cover individual sectors which uh, vary in in their level, but on the whole, the sectoral determinations the ones set by Government uh, and not collective bargaining Mm. are relatively low. So the conversation is around having one national minimum wage, a floor under which no worker would be allowed to earn unless prior agreement for a certain sector.
0: Why is it that um, we, we need this rather than the sectoral determination? What's the problem with the, the sectoral determination?
1: No, it's an it's a excellent like, question. And the International Labour Organization advocates the institution of a national minimum wage for a variety of reasons. The sectoral determinations aren't covering uh, everyone. They generally disfavor uh, marginalized like workers like yeah. female and youth. They are um, harder to enforce and they generally set taking a much narrower set of economic circumstances on a sectoral level into account opposed to thinking about what the aggregate impact on the economy mm. might be.
0: Let's maybe talk about uh, that then, because when uh, the question is raised around the national minimum wage, um, some say, well, we're going to see job losses, uh, for example. What have you seen in your research when you look at other countries that have actually introduced um, a national minimum wage?
1: So we have these notions of the economy, which we would call a supply side dominated n- notions, that it's, it's costs which which are the main factor and its wage costs in particular. But actually the economy is much more complicated than that. Employment is determined by output, output by demand, as well as a whole range of investment factors. Everything from IT to political stability to our transport infrastructure. And so there's a range of factors which which, uh, impact. Employment In terms of both the local and, and international experience, what we see overwhelmingly from the international evidence is that the impact on employment is very slight, negligible, or statistically insignificant. And there's been very thorough like, meta-analyses yeah. of the evidence done. Um, the developing world, less evidence, um, but generally the results still cluster. Whilst like, differentiated, they are... they. Are clustering around a neutral impact. Yeah, we've just finished our own modeling exercises. You know, which I can talk about mm. if, if you'd like. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the kind of highlights of what we've seen in that and uh, needs to be unpacked more is that uh, wages rise, incomes rise, output rises, and that it is a positive impact on economic g- growth, as seen in uh, our GDP. Um, we do see a small negative impact on employment yeah.
0: uh,
1: against a baseline of between 0.1% and 0.2% higher.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so there is that slight uh, negative increase. We do see a sustainability of this with regards to debt, trade surpluses, etc. And we see, in line with the international evidence, a positive impact on Poverty and inequality.
0: That's very interesting because the the argument again, and I talked about um, jobs. Right then, the other one is, oh, we can't afford it, uh, and you hear this from um, particularly your um, more liberal um, economists uh, or neoliberal, if one wants to 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 put a label um, on on someone's. Um, um, ideology. So the concern, they say, is we're going to lose jobs, um, companies can't afford it. And what you're going to find uh, is that we'll have more mechanization. Is there any evidence of, of that, um, both in the developing and the developed world? You
1: know, that's always a risk. And um, and there's some truth in that. I don't think we should see that as the determining factor. Yeah. Um, but we we must recognize that any policy has benefits and it and it ha- it has risks. Yeah. Uh, what, what what we must understand about that is two very important things. Firstly, the international evidence shows that firms adjust in a range of ways. So that it it is decreasing in operating profit like margins, uh, changes in hours worked, increased in product product productivity, altered uh, work structures, um, and a whole range of individual ways in which firms uh, are compensating. Uh, The other thing we must realize is that a national minimum wage is a policy tool which impacts on the aggregate. Um, And so what we see internationally is some reallocation of jobs within the Economy between sectors, but the aggregate employment impact we've seen both from our own modelling and from the international evidence is, as I said earlier, very small or negligible.
0: In your modelling, where did you set it? At?
1: <laughs> um, it's the million dollar yeah, right question. Um, we did four different uh, mo- modelling exercises: uh, a minimalist one, which we set at two thousand two hundred. And 50, yeah. um, a, a maximalist one uh, at 6,000, and then two uh, indexation ones in, uh, in between that. And what I mean by indexation is that we start at uh, a certain level, which is a percentage of the average wage, and we increase it over a five-year period to allow the economy to uh, adjust. And yeah. that is actually... A, a policy option which is open uh, uh, to us. So there was a lower indexing one which went from about six to like 3.9 and a higher indexing one which went from about six to one, And we tied those to a percentage of the average wage um, which is what we also see internationally um, that uh, minimum wages hover around 40% uh, um, of the average wage.
0: All right, we'll leave it there. Thanks for your time. Gilad Isaacs is a researcher at CSID at First University and also coordinator of the National Minimum Wage Research Initiative.